0: Deborah
1: Kosowski Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show. I have a special guest going overseas. Um, I have Janisha Alora from. She is the founder, Soul Rich Woman, former Miss Singapore, and Southeast Asia's Woman of Excellence in 2010. A former Miss Singapore and she is the founder of Soul Rich Woman, a number one female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia that connects more than 200,000 women across the region with presence in seven countries, including Singapore, Malaysia, the Philippines, Vietnam, and Indonesia with a vision to empower 1 million women. Wow. Wow. Janisha is passionate about helping women to take their business from online Offline to attracting clients online Get recognition build a brand as a leader business owner and make a positive impact in the world She wants every woman to be able to own the f-word being fabulous having freedom and financial independence from a young as 14 years of age Janisha has supported herself through school, through working a nine-to-five job and starting many businesses. Janisha has gone through the highs and lows of being a business owner. Her epic journey from being in a six-figure debt to making her first million fueled her passion to empower women to do the same. Janisha wants women around the world to know that it is possible to have it all, to own the F word. Profiled in CNBC, China Daily, Janisha is a globally renowned speaker and leading woman empowerment expert with over a decade of experience speaking on stages worldwide. She has spoken in recent major events, including the RISE Conference in Hong Kong, Success Conference and Expo in Asia 2018 in Hanoi, and National Achievers Congress in Manila. Alone we are strong together we are unstoppable. Please welcome Janisha Alora to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Deborah, for having me on your show. And I know that we have quite the time delay. It's early morning here in Canada and it's evening for you. So it's uh, really cool with technology, how we can connect and um, be able to share this powerful message this morning. Yes, definitely. Thank you for having me on your show. So, what helped you really develop that entrepreneurial mindset from such an early age? Can you share what was that driver, that push?
0: Well, for me, Deborah, I started working at a very young age when I was 14 years old and I had to support myself through school because my family financially, we were not sound. My mother pawned her gold to send me for certifications. Uh, I was certified as a yoga, aerobics and line dancing instructor. And that got me going. During this period, I had to wake up very early in the morning to go to school, like 5 a.m. And then by the time I finished school, School is about 1, 1 p.m. in the afternoon. And then we have project work to go to do it. Do it and about 4 p.m. I will get ready for a quick nap before I rush off to teach my classes. By the time I reach home, it's about 11, 10 plus PM, and I have not finished my homework. So life go on, it was very, very tough. So I had to come up with an idea. How can I make more within an hour of my time? Because as an instructor, when I teach, I get paid. So eventually I form my own small little group where when someone asks me for a job, I will say, okay, would you like more instructors, you know, across your different projects? And during this time, I was able to supply uh, instructors uh, at five, maybe at one time, where even though I took a small commission, I was able to make more within an hour of time. So that was literally my first taste of entrepreneurship. So it wasn't just me alone, but finding ways to make more within an hour. So that's how I got started. And at the same time, you already started
1: empowering people by
0: leveraging, right? Yeah, that's right. In fact, in their health and fitness. So that was where I got started. I learned how to become an instructor leading a room of 10 all the way a group of 1,000. So that's how I got my experience. Wow. So, you know, many people would look at that situation and they'd think that
1: is tough. Like when did you get a chance to be a teenager and they maybe would have given up what was it that you saw that kept you going every day
0: Mm, i think for me my big why is always been my mother and my younger brother Uh, for me my brother is uh, about nine years younger than me and you know for me it's a responsibility i feel that I, as big sister i want to do more for my family so that was what kept me going although i was being bullied in school because i was poor you know i still remember i don't know if you watch mean girls i still remember there was one time in in class you know they they took my bag and then they threw it aclo- across the classroom floor and my books were strewn all over the the, the room and I really wanted to cry at that moment and I was like so depressed and then also during physical activity like PE when you play basketball and you're out in the yard they they because I, I couldn't afford like to buy very nice bras right I can literally put it that way they pull open my my t-shirt and then they said oh you're wearing the same bra again I mean like I'm poor right I don't have a lot of money right so mm-hmm. to me all these things happened and I never gave up because I kept my family in my heart and that was the why, the reason why I do work hard and kept going forward.
1: That why is a powerful driver and what I hear is that you've had really good support system and I know there's many women out there who do not even men who do not have that support system that they need to get through those struggles of that roller coaster of being an entrepreneur what are some tips and strategies that you have um gained but also while working with women entrepreneurs that to help
0: build that support system because it is so important To build a support system, you must first understand how women actually function because I think there is a lot of history about women not helping women or women kind of like... um, uh, asking, you know, are you seriously going to help me? You know, so there are a couple of reasons why women resist being helped. First, it could be because, you know, we never really know how to ask for help. Two, you know, we sometimes have this notion that women like to compete. It's always like uh, one man is always surrounded with a lot of women. So, you know, women need to put each other down in order to be the number one. So, during the, the, the days when I first started this uh, Female Entrepreneur Network um, in 2013, it was actually when I was based Based in Indonesia, and I was working on my cafe retail chain business. And I told myself, "Is that I have succeeded making my first million dollars, and how can I share this message with the world and show up consistently and being authentic?" for who I truly am. So what I did was I showed up online every single Wednesday. It was called, back then, it was called Webinar Wednesday. So every single Wednesday at 9 p.m. sharp, I was online. And with just webcam and the internet, and I was based in Indonesia, I was just sharing, you know, what I know about online business. How do you do a message online? How do you attract customers online? And that's how I got started. And true enough, over a period of time, when you show up long enough and being consistently who you truly are, the women around start to see the, hey, is this person real, for real, willing to help us? Yeah. So I've proven myself. One year, consistently, every single Wednesday at 9pm, I show up and my viewership from zero to 10 to the first 100 and then the rest is history. So it's all about being consistent, being authentic online and offline. And then of course, you know, really being able to serve and empower others when you're truly empowered because alone you are strong together. We are unstoppable.
1: Absolutely. And I think one of the things that you mentioned about that consistency and really showing up, um, I think people, when they're first getting started, they're, they're like doing a little bit here, doing a little bit there. And that consistency isn't there. And that's where they lose their traction. Um, when, when you first reached out, I thought, oh, we have a lot of things in common. So many years ago, I was in the Miss Edmonton pageant.
0: Wow. I didn't win,
1: but I was in the top 10. And it was an amazing experience. And um, one of the things that really comes to mind is, you know, with being Miss Singapore, running a business. And working with entrepreneurs, there sometimes is this, does she really know her stuff? Or is she just (laughs) a pretty face? So I want to know how you handle that so that you show how
0: credible and powerful you actually are. Wow, you know, Deborah, this is a really powerful question. In fact, I I must say I worked extra hard to prove myself because I was Miss Singapore. (laughs) It's not an entitlement, you know. It's not like you're Miss Singapore, so okay, we trust you. Uh, so like I shared with you, for women, when you know that you're Miss Singapore, they will naturally say that, "Are you for real? Are you going to help us?" So that's that's actually the real thing. So how do I overcome that? Um, when I was actually First, I will say that I was an image consultant, okay, in twenty up to 2011, 2012, and then I had a kind of like a crisis where I knew that I had to go online. So, in 2012 to 2013, I decided that I wanted to stop trading time for money. So, that's how I crossed over because when you work, you get paid, when you work, you get paid, when you don't work, you don't get paid, right? So, I crossed over. So, I kind of left my pageant identity to a certain extent and went on to start a cafe retail chain as a business owner, where we grew the retail chain to three countries and we had seven outlets. So during that time, Deborah, I had an identity crisis because as a beauty queen, and then, you know, I was, I have been in covers of magazines, on the covers of magazines, insides of magazines, you're like on TV, you're on radio, and then you're there pitching to the business editor of the Business Times. And then he's saying like, you know what, Janisha, you're more suitable to be in the lifestyle section of her world. And then you're like, oh my God, this is terrible because when you have been pigeonholed to that extent where you're only seen in the lifestyle section or, you know, being seen as that beauty queen, it's really very hard for you to break in, for me to break into the business segment. So I literally had to do a rebranding of who I was and I had to really pull really tough strings in order to rebrand that, you know, using that PR campaign that I was supposed to put out there. So that I had to work extra hard. And then from there, when when the bricks are all taken away, I just went through it and I just did it. So the biggest mindset shift that I would say that I had was, you know, rejection. So what? You know, if people can't see it for now, it's okay. Just keep pressing on because you just keep running until the bank account looks like your phone number. Oh, I like that.
1: (laughs) I love that. I love that. It looks like your phone number. I love it. Yeah. So how many digits
0: are your phone number?
1: Ten. Ten. What? Plus one if I'm going overseas, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So just keep going on until your bank account looks like a phone number. I mean, like literally just keep your vision and your dreams in your mind, no matter what happens, even though people are out there trying to put you down. Hey, you know what? Just keep going because those who are aligned are going to be aligned with you. Those who are not, they're just going to drop off. It's okay. We can help everybody. And the one thing is, is when you're going
1: after your dreams and you're passionate about what you're doing, you're putting in this hard work there is this natural confidence that shows up and that credibility, but confidence makes people very attractive. Yeah, right? I agree. So I, my, my theory is why can't you be both? Like, why can't you be a brilliant business person as well as beautiful? And you have proven that. And I love seeing powerful women step up to the plate and show that it's not one or the other. There's no reason why we can't show our brilliance at the same time as going out there and making a difference in the world.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. That's why we stand for the F word, you know, for women to have it all, So that being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. And that that totally is important because a lot of people, a lot of women are just holding back. They're just thinking that, you know, they can only have one thing or the other, but not the all the F word. Yeah.
1: I like your F words. They're fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) So we're living in a time of women empowerment. It's a very hot topic. It's gaining a lot of momentum, a lot of traction. And there's some key areas that still need to be addressed. And I know you started addressing some of these in the Soul Rich Woman to foster this cause because it needs to be a global movement. It, it can't just be in one area. We as women um, and the men who love us need to help support this movement. Tell, tell me a little bit more about that.
0: Um, This movement, first of all, you must be, there. there is a model to this, you know. In order to lead a movement, you must believe in your culture. You must create a culture for your people. Because it's like, why didn't I call it, first of all, I didn't call it Genisha Alora Network. I call it the Soul Rich Woman Network, okay. Simply because I want women to wear their capes. I want to give women the power to wear what they think they could become. So it's to shift their mindset from what they had been stuck before. And when they join our community, our movement, our culture, we ease them in into that manifesto, that power personal statement, where they are able to identify that alter ego where they can become the superwoman that they can become. And that's why when you create a movement, you must be able to build this movement, this culture in able to move their mindset and not just, okay, just join a community or just join this uh, movement of the F word. It, It doesn't just work that way. You need to go deep inside and let them have the power to wear their cape so that they can become the superwoman, the wonder woman they ever thought of becoming. So what is your power personal mission statement? For me, I am a so rich woman and I personally stand for the F word. So to me, I am I am, and I am.
1: (laughs) See, I love that because that I am statement is so powerful. I am a woman of unshakable faith, faith in herself to trust herself to go after what she wants. And I think as more women have those I am statements, they're going to start owning who they are, wearing the cape, as you said, and flying, doing amazing things and changing
0: the world. Yeah, I have to agree with that.
1: And that statement is so internalized. And I think more women need it, definitely.
0: hmm for sure.
1: Okay, so tell us a little bit more about the soul-rich woman community. You've had it grown to more than 12,000 members since its inception, making it a leading business community for women entrepreneurs in Southeast Asia. And I sense that this is going to be expanding to uh, great lengths and um, really moving on and uh, moving ahead into great strides. So what do you think motivated and convinced women to join and
0: what do you think inspires them to do so? I think the first thing is you must be able to let your people identify with, with you and knowing that you have a story that you know, resonates it's not about how powerful you are you know this is your accolades and you know like I don't show up like oh I'm up Singapore I'm this and that not really it's more of sharing with them my journey so to start so first of all you know back then I didn't have any mentors uh, online you know I, I, I went on my journey before I make my first million dollars or even make my first one dollar online I had so much trouble putting resources together I was kind of piecemealing the online stuff you know I was buying courses after courses after courses and nothing was working out for me so I was looking for that help and support so it was very tough and plus the fact that I have been through lots of stuff like you know I've failed in my business you know I've failed in partnerships and I've gone to debts and I have you know started very early very young so can I do this as a shortcut as a platform platform to shortcut for women. So by saying all these pieces and putting the resources together, it can help a woman to succeed. So what we do as a platform, and the only thing that we do is that we help women to go from offline to online. And I've developed this blueprint, this proven steps, which is called the Soul Rich Woman. Uh, blueprint where the women can naturally just take this and run with it to attract more clients, to get more recognition online and all the other stuff. So really putting all these stories in place helps a woman, another woman to be identified as, you know, this is the place to be safe where there's like no gossiping, you know, there's, there's playing win-win, there's leverage to, to win, that kind of stuff that's happening. And I've built a very strong leadership team. Um, They are not my employees. They are volunteers, women leaders who want to serve on the platform. They kind of do Facebook Live. They they share their knowledge online. They kind of come together. So I can't do the one million number alone, Deborah. I only can say that when we all come together, there's strength in numbers. So for me to duplicate the success to another woman, through the So Women Blueprint has allowed me to reach and grow the community to up to 200,000 women because effort of a network is never alone. Yeah, it's, we, we
1: need each other to build that tribe, build that momentum, the word of mouth and people championing experience that they have with you and that is so so important and I think people don't realize that when you have people championing championing you in your business in your life in your leadership skills it has this attraction, magnetic attraction, where people are like, I want to be a part of that. There's some contagiousness to that, that people just need to be a part of that. So when I'm thinking about the sisterhood that you've created, the empowerment of independent, strong women who love the F word, and you have touched on a little bit about that, but what is that F word, you know, the fabulous financial independence, what is that all about?
0: That's our movement, and that's what we stand for because seeing is believing. When we can help replicate the F word in another woman's life, it's like wow. This is something that I want they will they are attracted to even join so they may not have it all right now, but it 's a possibility because when you see another woman succeeding or having success in the airport it doesn 't mean that you're losing it means that it 's possible for you, so why do you need to be jealous? why do you want to hold grudges or why do you want to like you know put it put another person down in order to achieve that. So we use the F word to channel our superpower so that other women can see it in, as a beacon of light and we all can come together. Because when a woman changes her life, her entire community benefits.
1: Absolutely.
0: And what is it
1: for you when you think about that F word? What are,
0: can you share with us one of the biggest transformations that you've witnessed? Wow, I've seen many transformations. Well, one of the biggest ones I've seen is this lady who ran a studio uh, she's a fitness instructor many, many years ago and when I, when she first joined the platform in 2015, 2016, she was just branding herself or being seen as an instructor and she has only 100 customers. But her big dream is to own a studio and to empower many other women like her to own a studio as well across Southeast Asia. So, throughout the throughout the journey with us, she has lost weight from 70 over kilos to now only 50 plus and then, um, she has started one studio to two studios and she has done her like franchise licensing system when she's multiplying herself. So I would say now she has about 7,000 over customers and you know, she's going Southeast Asia by storm, by uh, using her licensing system called Tempo Fit, so I really see little things. I mean, I would say little successes like this, where you know we inspire other women to, you know, leverage on the F word and believing that it is possible for them, so that they can have that. You know, what's possible, then they keep moving towards it, right? It's just right. putting that that possibility in front of them, so that is important. And
1: not only just the possibility, I I'm sensing that you also show them that you have a belief in them that they've never seen. Right. And this is something that I've learned with women that, and people in general, that when they see something in you that you haven't seen yet, and they start to believe it, then they start to see it. And it is so, so powerful.
0: Yeah, totally agree with this statement. It's like, you know, I believe in you. You know, I believe in you. I see potential in you. And they're like, is it? Is it so? But you see, because also, Deborah, in in Asia or in Southeast Asia, our culture is not a very vocal kind of culture. You know, we kind of don't give compliments so easily. So naturally, the women, they don't really know how to receive. So when we give a compliment to them or say that you are good, they're like, Are you sure? You know, are you for real? So it takes a while for them to get used to it. I'm not sure about what's over your side, but for our side, it's like this.
1: Yeah. I think all of us, um, women, men out there, really need to develop that personal, unique voice, really bring it to the table and share with people who you are. Um, I was recently reading some work by Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art, The Artist's Journey, as well as running down a dream with Tim Grawl, And one of the things it says, whether you believe in God or the universe, that you are an instrument and what comes through you, whether it be the words or the song, the talents that you have with your hands, is that you are an instrument that needs to deliver that to the world.
0: Mm, that's, that's true.
1: Very, very powerful if you think that you're having a download of information that you need to be sharing. And when you are grateful for that messaging, that you can really create change in the world.
0: Mm. So I have, really think that alignment is important. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you have that vision in your mind, um, nothing can stop you, really. You're unstoppable.
1: Yeah, that alignment is huge. Mm. And staying focused, and I'm curious, how do you handle the naysayers and the doubters who are like, yeah, Janisha, that's, that's great in your world. It's not going to work in mine.
0: Well, I love to experiment. I love to take risks, allow myself to fail, and then dust myself up and then just pick myself up and just keep going. <laughs> That's what I do. I mean, literally, we can't please everybody. I mean, if we want to please, be a people pleaser, it's going to be really hard on us. So my, I mean, I have been working since 14 years old. And to me, it's like, just keep going, you know, because when we set our hearts and minds, the sky is the limit so we can conquer it all
1: absolutely. I just have a couple more questions for you before we have to sign off. But your live streaming program has over 2000 episodes. And how do you sustain
0: and how do you keep all of these people engaged so they don't get bored? Well, talk about something every single day. (laughs) I mean, give value, give value. So how do I define giving value? That means you really want to help someone. So you first of all define your message. Uh, what is it that you want to be seen and as an expert in helping someone. So go on live uh, five to half an hour, five minutes to 30 minutes every single day and then just share the topic um, and then really give that concrete thing that they can take and then immediately run with it. Because now online is very noisy. So giving value is not the fluff anymore just download another ebook watch another video it's no longer about that it is all about you know knowing what the problem that your customer is facing and giving them that one tool that they can run with it immediately so my greatest motivation is when i receive messages and i've seen my community you know interacting and growing and say you know you go girl you know today i just saw another message from someone from malaysia they watch my Facebook live and then they say, you know what, even though my English is not that good, I have benefited greatly. I learned a lot. You know, now I'm trying to digest it because I'm not really speaking English in that sense. So, to me, all these little things do make a lot of difference and make a great impact in my motivation because when I know that I wake up every single morning, my my show can help someone over the other side of the world, you know what, that has made all the difference for me. That is
1: unstoppable and powerful. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You are my girl. (laughs) Um, One last question for you. Um, Actually, two. But what is the importance of identifying that target market so you can focus on communicating effectively and really getting that message so it's not feeling like a cookie cutter approach?
0: Yeah. So what you must do first is to really find out what your voice is i think it's not about just your target market but who are you as a person are you aligned and then let's say you identify yourself um okay let me give an example because i got this lady in the community she came to me as a personal branding coach she has been a secretary for the last 20 years serving c suites that means ceos cfos And then she quit her job. She has been in business for the last three years with to the sound of the crickets, okay? So she came to me and said, you know what, Janisha, I'm a personal branding coach. So I asked her, so are you an image consultant? She said, no, I'm not an image consultant, but I I use my ways to help a person discover their brand. I said, you know what? Online is very noisy and brand is a big word. So let's narrow it down. So what do you love to do the most? And she said, I love to write. I said, okay, so what do you usually do? I help my CEOs to write their social media. So I said, okay, that means you are good at writing. So brand yourself and call yourself a content marketing coach. So I asked her, so what's your superpower? And she said, my superpower is to be able to talk about that one thing in 10 different ways. So like my CEO or a business owner, a female entrepreneur who needs to launch a product or service, her strength is to be creative, to be able to write the 10 different ways of the same thing, of that one thing. So then immediately we launched the first sales funnel, and then we tweaked the whole messaging, and guess what happened, Deborah? Within 15 Whoa. days Yeah, <laughs> within 15 days, she made 7,360 dollars, just with the right message. Very so that's helpful. how you do it. Yeah. So if you are just calling yourself some big names that customers don't understand and you're not aligned with truly who you are and what you serve to have the greatest impact possible to help your clients, then, you know, whatever you put out online, is not going to bring in the customers, right? So that's how you get your alignment. First, be alignment. Two, really find your message. Three, really distill down to your superpower.
1: Well, thank you. Now I'm going to, my final question is we've come to the end of this interview. It's been very powerful, wonderful to connect with you, Janisha. Um, I think we're going to have to do a repeat one down the road. Um, (laughs) so many more questions that I'd love to ask you. So what are some parting words you can
0: leave with our guests and also how can they stay in touch with you? I will say step out of your comfort zone, um, leave your victim mindset behind. Because, you know, you only live once, right? Um, There's always greater possibilities ahead and go towards the dreams that you've always truly imagined. You can get in touch with me at soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. You can go download this uh, guide, which is how do you delegate 80% of your to-do list to your assistant and also how to help your assistant to make you money so that you can scale your business.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, I'm going to throw in one more question just cause I can. Um, <laughs> okay. What does it mean to you to live rich from the
0: inside out? To me, living rich inside out means I'm an excellent money manager. I am a great and excellent receiver, and I truly believe that universe is sending me all the blessings. And I'm living the purpose and my dreams. So that's what it means to me.
1: Phenomenal! Thank you so much. Well, everyone, that's a wrap for this Millionaire Woman Show today. Please go over, check out Denisha Laura's website, Soul Rich Woman and help expand this women empowerment movement. Um, You can also go over to my website at www.debrakazowski.com. And right now you can download the 21 Habits High Achievers Kick to Achieve Success. And go over to iTunes, subscribe so you don't miss a beat. Send me a message so I can let or message Janisha to let us know how this podcast has empowered you. As Muhammad Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And my wish for you as always is go out and make today great.